what up everybody episode 21 thank you so much for joining us for another jam-packed sports entertainment episode i myself am tendo bossa and again i'm joined with listen don't don't get this twisted don't don't ever you know be mistaken by my co-host here ladies and gentlemen let me just introduce this this enigma this marvel you know he once parallel parked you know a train in grand central station new york city uh he was asked by the you know mayor de blasio to just uh do a little uh parker for amtrak this man won once a uh lifetime achievement award um, after his first year working in the Academy of uh, Motion Pictures, this man himself stitched together the ozone layer with a needle. And the thread? What was the thread? Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams, ladies and gentlemen. I am joined by the one and only Moses Waldo. Moses, how are you doing? I have no idea how you come up with this stuff. Do you like write this down? Every or, week. <laughs> you know, just try to find out what's going on. Hey, what's what's troubling the world? All right, Moses yeah. will Yeah. Moses will cure then, you know. Hey, listen. Nobel Peace Prize. If you are the guy, why would I say you're not? Why would I deny that? I know. This, you know what? Know? I will take it. I will Thank take you. it. You're too yes. kind. There's so many other attributes that you did not mention. <laughs> I appreciate that. Look, humble people did i mention that i didn't but i should hum, hum, humble brag humble brag humble brag moses how are you doing this week hey man doing pretty good it's yeah. been a crazy week in sports a lot of things are happening of course even with this new off season for the national hockey league and of course uh, you have uh, the nba winding down baseball in its playoffs yeah man it's it's a good time right now for sure and the nfl of course is uh pretty uh pretty strong so far i'll have to say as long as you're not the Tennessee Titans. It, yeah, it's heating up. It's heating up, but cooling off for the Tennessee Titans. And even then, last week, you had the uh, the homies at uh, New England with the same issue. But yeah, this COVID thing is kind of taking people out a little bit, uh, Moses. You wouldn't, wouldn't you say? It's, it's really definitely affecting the continuity of the season. Um, I won't lie. Uh, I was doing pretty good. For fantasy, I'd I'd had a, a first two weeks were suck were tough, you know. I'd recovered the third week, and then once the COVID started hitting and I started missing those uh, those games, <laughs> it, it kind of sucks when you know a few of your flex positions are you know New England, Jacksonville. You got a few guys Titans from Titans, so you know it's it's it's, uh, it's been tough. I was- I was going to say, like, couldn't they be on the IR? Is that what they can do? Yeah, listen, man, at the same time, I'm not that, adam- I'm not that you know, vigilant on my fantasy. So, you know, I, sh- I deserve to be crucified any which way. You know, I'm, I'm only hearing things after the fact. So these, these, uh, these sort of uh, breaking news items hit my phone a little too late. By that time, my squad's already locked in. I already have these guys, or I have no one set to play, like, for five or six more positions. So I'm just getting creamed right now. So I, I really hope, I'm really, I'm, I'm looking at Roger Goodell right now. Roger, you know, let's have a little conversation here, man. I know I'm not playing for anything, but there, I know a lot of guys are out there playing for, you know, their lives. 
you know, $200, pink slips to a car, you know, their house. Some guys are putting it all on the line. If you have these guys getting COVID, that's not going to help, bro. That's not going to help at all. You know, Moses, what are they going to do about this protocol stuff? Because I, I kind of feel like it's highlighting something that maybe they need to be a bit more cognizant of. Um, because they, they, it is possible to do. I mean, they're doing it for uh, in UEFA and, and uh, the Premier League and every other league in like Europe. Even rugby is going on there in Europe now. So it's kind of like, what is it that these guys could be doing a little bit better that we don't have to worry about like all this I mean, I know you're not an epidemiologist or anything, but, you know, what are your thoughts? You play one on television. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's for next week. That, don't worry yeah. about that. I won't rush the intro. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, it's, it's crazy. And a part of me feels, you know, you understand this is part of the league. And I think the players and the coaches and the, all the teams yeah. understand, look, if, if there is a case, it, we isolate it and make sure that you know, we kind of keep it to a minimum. Don't go to the training facility. Uh, you know, just just kind of take all those precautions necessary. And if they have to, and if they have to reschedule the game, they reschedule the game. My problem will, is with the Tennessee Titans because apparently there are reports that they were actually practicing or working out when they shouldn't have at the training facility. Mm-hmm. And for uh, me, yeah. I personally think that should be an automatic L. Yeah, for not just for for one game, but for two games, the two week period that you have to to have to quarantine, for quarantine sure. yourself. Yeah. I, so you lose honestly, out on those. I think so, because you need to punish these teams. Fines are not going to do it. Yeah. You know, thinking about it, I was like, oh, you could find them. But, you know, how many teams have been fined before? And then it's just like a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. You want to hurt a team? You give them an L, especially if you're the Tennessee Titans in the division you're in. Yeah, that's, that's a tough hurt. decision. Yeah, and and especially after what they did last year, making it so far last year, they are in the mindset that this is this you know potentially they're geared up maybe a one or two pieces missing from a potential Super Bowl appearance because they they made the I think what was it the AFC AFC Championship game they were in the championship game they exactly were four quarters away. I think three quarters because I think they quarters, actually, yeah, they were doing only half. Yeah, they were, no, they were, they were in it. Yeah, and then and Patty and then Patty turned to Patty said, "No, this is this no, buddy." He's like, "That's cute. Let's get him on the yeah. and then news is coming back." Yeah. Well, I'll give it as a challenge. How about I blindfolded for the first half? Yeah, we'll come back win the second half. Come on, guys. Yeah, no, so incredible. Um, and I, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't understand how Tennessee could make that mistake. Um, understanding how critical it is. To keep everyone healthy every week. You the NFL season is very short. Very short, you know, compared to most other game most other sports and most other leagues. You're you are only looking you aren't looking at you know plus 25, 30 games um, for your team individually, right? The most you can ever see your team play is what, like eight, nine games? And and um, and that's over like like a twelve week period, and there's a bye week in there at some point for your team. So, in all honesty, you don't have a lot of time, and you don't get a lot of opportunities. And I do agree with you that they should be uh, served in L the Titans, because uh, it's not going to really help anyone if these guys start uh, spreading things out. Like this, the last thing the NFL needs um, is. To be closing down, 
right? They, I, I even think they've been doing a good job of helping the, you know, keep people level-headed somewhat. I, I, uh, I think even myself, I do find myself enjoying the fact that I can tune into it. So please, guys, you know, I know I understand that like some of the coaches are going to start getting dinged for not wearing the masks and all that stuff, but players too got to be on this now. You know, we don't have that time. Um, but then speaking of mishaps or, or at least things going wrong, awry, Moses, we have um, something that we we talked about uh, the last few last episode or even pr- prior to this, and it's not not specifically, but an instance why as to why Russell Wilson has yet to be recognized for the player and the quality of player that he is. So. If anyone doesn't know, Russell Wilson, as of uh, this last week, you know, happened to, you know, do some some, some light work. You know, he led he led the Seahawks to another victory against uh, uh, the Miami Dolphins, a, a pretty a pretty strong Miami Dolphins, not a not a walkover game, but you know, a little bit competitive, a, a bit competitive. But what made it even more dynamic for Russell? Was that uh, it was told to us afterwards that the, within it was the last quarter, Moses, um, or there was a certain segment of the game where the actual mic and um, headset um, configuration that he receives usually in his helmet, and he gets the offensive coordinator, the uh, uh, and the the head coach. They they're able to communicate with him, and uh, give him feed him information on the plays, and and help him make. Quick judgments. Every quarterback um, from every team, you know, in college and even in high school now, at least in America, have that ability. So it's it's kind of become a very much uh, big part of the game, you could say. And Russell Wilson was without that for for uh, a, a tremendous amount of the game. And this man put his team on his back. And got the the W without any p- help from Pete Carroll, without any help from any eyes in the stands. No sort of changes or, or adjustments could be made last minute as the snap was made um, to give him, you know, that that extra insight that every other QB gets, you know, when when they are playing. So what is incredible, Moses, is that he achieved this, wins the game, and then yes, just like you had said. And I mean, just like has been said on the news or, or, or in, in radio and all these other news outlets, is that he has yet to receive a single MVP vote. And it's, it's at this point shocking. Guys, what are we doing? What are we doing? How is it that we are having someone like, you know, at the caliber of, not to say he, he, he outbounds, but, but to say he's on, the, if not better than the caliber of a Lamar Jackson you know, or or even or or a um, you know a, a, a you know recent uh, Super Bowl winner um, from the Kansas City Chiefs, whose name uh, escapes me for a second, and I literally just mentioned it, Patty um, Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. But it's just ridiculous. This dude, you know, Russell Wilson is on average putting up at least two fifty to three hundred yards a game driving. This guy's got a rocket for an arm, and he, it's not slowing down. He's consistent, and his game-time decision-making, I think, is one of the best in the league, regardless of what division you're in 
And I mean, regard, even if they don't necessarily make Super Bowl uh, or are a Super Bowl contender every season, you know, Russell Wilson makes sure that he is in the conversation, at least for MVP, but crazy that he hasn't had any official votes and at least for a playoff, you know, a berth. Seahawks have been in the conversation definitively for the last seven years in the NFL in terms of a playoff team. Maybe not necessarily Super Bowl bound, but definitely a team to be worried about and a playoff team, regardless of who gets on and who gets off, because Russell Wilson is the key factor. So Moses, you know the floor is yours. I know there's some things you want to talk about. What do you think? What are your thoughts, man? Well, the play to David Moore, and it was a score when they were up by two. Yes. Five and a half to go, or a little over that. And the, that was the drive that he had that ultimately led to the what would be the, the game-winning drive. Yeah. Because right? um, after going back and forth, that ended up being the winning major. And it was remarkable for that entire drive. The headset went out, and he was able to be like, all right, we're calling these plays, boys. We're doing this. You mentioned something else. The fact that this guy's been in the league for so long, we know that, that Russell Wilson's good. He's one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league for a reason, you know. He's been a, a a huge reason why the Seattle Seahawks remain competitive, even though they've had no ground game or no. receivers <laughs> that were yeah. relatively unknown, yes. right? If any no names, and actually, you know, made their names, you know, pretty known at that point, and then got them some pretty good paychecks, right? Sound of Boom wasn't really much before they got they assembled in Seattle. You know, and I oh, think yeah. Russell became a big part of that, regardless of whether he was a part of the defensive aspect of it. But but the thing is, his personality isn't as, you know, boisterous marketable. or bombastic. Mar- I feel and, like it's marketable. And, oh, no, it's, 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 it's marketable. But the mm-hmm. difference is that his, his demeanor is, is not going to garner as much attention or it did at that point. His play is doing the talking for him. For sure. Right? His play is doing doing what he's not doing via the mouth. He's actually, you know, walking the walk, right? The thing was, the Legion of Boom, those guys talked a lot of trash, but they were very good. And that's what garnered them this this sense of, you know, that aura, this, you know, the sense of, man, these are some tough SOBs. Oh, for and, sure. Right? And, and well-deserved. Like, you look at Earl Thomas, you look at uh, some of the other guys, Those are some bad dudes, man. Those are some bad motherfuckers. Yeah. And the thing is, that's why Russell Wilson was kind of in the background. Not necessarily because he wasn't talented, but I think, you know, when when you looked at who the Legion of Boom were and how strong and dominant that defense was, everyone was like, oh, it's because of the defense. Or when they had Marshawn Lynch, oh, you know, it was because of the ground game. Now, he doesn't really have those people around him. Not those tools, no. Right? Not saying he doesn't have a you know pretty good defense or anything else, but he he doesn't have that 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 same. There's not that excuse where oh you know it's it's just the defense that's helping out Russell Wilson. No, this dude has been fantastic throughout his career. So this was kind of low key, you know, wouldn't necessarily talk in terms of the sense of you know you know he's not the, the trash talker or anything like this. But the dude can ball, and he's shown it time and time again. And I think that's why he's been overlooked is because you're thinking of Marshawn Lynch. You're thinking of, you know, and, uh, the defense. 
you know, that's why he kind of gets lost out there. And of course, being in the Pacific Northwest, do you really get the attention that you would if you were playing in another market, preferably mm-hmm. out east, or maybe <laughs> one of the dazzling ones out west, like a San Fran? Right? Oh, oh, you mean you mean uh, in the NFC East, the 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 garbage heap of the NFL? Yeah, we're not talking about that dumpster <laughs> fire. Well, well, we'll skip them. We'll skip them. Again. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that division. But I want. I do want. I do. Yeah. I do want to talk about Russell Wilson. I think that's the reason why he's kind of been. You know, let's say overlooked yeah. per se. You know, obviously we all know he's a good quarterback, but there's a reason why he hasn't getting those MVP votes, right? There's a reason why. And now we're starting to see he's mm-hmm. the man. He's the guy who's just dropping dimes. I think this just adds to the legend. And we're starting to see more publicity for him because of that. And, you know, this is a guy that you want on your team 10 times out of 10. And he's putting, and the thing is he's putting, he put up damn good numbers. He's putting up even better numbers than that. And it just goes to show how amazing he's been over the last few years. And right now he's getting what he deserves. This team would not be 4-0 if it wasn't for him. I really believe that. For sure. I, you you can't say in terms of his drives what he did especially that game against you talk about Miami wasn't a slouch team Mm-mm. you know they they looked pretty good they were they were going back and forth yeah trading blows trading blows for most of the the the, uh, the game you had Russell Wilson especially that drive with about five minutes to go with that seventeen yard pass to more I think that solidified and we found out later the dude his headset was messed up so he was calling those plays on, on that drive. Own. Just calling yeah. audibles, quite literally. It was it. It's it just, and I I agree. It just it just adds to the legend of this guy. It's the fact that he did it regardless, you know. And and yeah, we didn't understand or even had that inkling at that moment, and still we're thinking that was that's a quality, you know, drive, and that's quality from a quality quarterback. You know, you expect him to make that, to make those plays. And to get that win, you know, because he's that quality, he's that caliber of athlete, that caliber of quarterback. But then now to, you know, yes, that adds that lore. And it's just ridiculous that we're having this conversation about a talented, as much of a talented uh, athlete as Russell is. And he's yet to be recognized really outside of Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl and actually winning a Super Bowl. But this guy has yet to even be considered for an MVP. What is going on, NFL? What are the owners thinking or not thinking that, you know, and I understand you said marketability and things like that, but like... Well, he's a marketable guy. That's no yeah. different. But I think that the difference is when you have guys who are very loud and they have these like certain character traits, like are just, you know, they, they walk the walk and talk the talk. They like to talk a lot more, but yes. they definitely did it and they ended up winning a Super Bowl. There's no question about it. Yes. You know, the Legion of Boom was fantastic. Incredible. No one will knock him for it. Yeah. But I'm saying you can understand why you could see Russell Wilson was overshadowed. It would. Because by what? That. Because, and, because Travis Kelsey looks like Jonas Valanciunas. Like, okay, guys, whatever, man. He's more marketable. Like, he's more charisma, charismatic. Or because Lamar Jackson wears, like, oak, those big-ass Oakleys, those oversized ones. You see them ones there? He looks like you Samuel know? Jackson's yeah. uh, illegitimate son. Hey, low-key, actually, you know? You know? No, I, I, I love, I just, he looks like a bad dude. I, guess <laughs> Lamar, I, think I that's hate the, the fact that he yeah. plays for the Ravens. <laughs> that's still going to hurt me. But I'm, I'm like, damn, he's a good football player. This kid's got the juice. 
the thing is, we got to see him twice a year, and it's a headache ever watching because I'm like, oh yeah, watch this. Oh, out of the pocket, no worries. Find a, oh yeah, he got the first down. Oh, look at him run. Oh, he ran for 23 yards. Oh, that's cool. Oh, what is this? That's, oh no, he's feeling the pressure. Oh, mm-hmm. pocket's collapsing. Oh, he just rolls to his right. Oh, look, he finds his target. Oh, that's another 40 yard gain. Oh, that's fantastic. Thanks a lot, guys. Oh my, <laughs> he is so painful to watch, and I don't mean that in a, in a bad I mean, way oh, i mean it's bad for my team yeah. but i mean like it's good for everybody Horrible, else who's in the team for you. neutral or a ravens fan Horrible exactly exactly but anyways back to the point when you look at his numbers i'm looking at it right now in terms of russell wilson yeah qb rating 136 right and to be fair also another reason why russell wilson is getting the attention is look who the quarterbacks are gonna be in front of him lamar jackson recent mvp yeah. Patrick Mahomes, the gaudy numbers he's been putting up yes yeah. Tom Brady, of course, a legend. So, and then you have Peyton Manning. So there was a lot of guys that were kind of in front of him that kind of took that shine when it came to the quarterbacks because they were just, you know, they were having great years too. Like, but looking at the numbers right now for for Russell Wilson, he's on pace to shatter everything. Right now, he has a QB rating of one thirty six. Uh, unreal. When you, you look at his consistent his, his complete, too. Yeah, his completing percentage, his uh, completion percentage is at seventy five. Right, Incredible. he's a guy around 64, uh, 65%. So the mm-hmm. fact that's gone up 10 points is remarkable. He's Think having a better touchdowns. game this season. Look at the touchdowns through four games, he's got 16 touchdowns. His career high was 35. <laughs> he's like, on track, he's on track, he's on oh, track he's to on, overtake he's that. Shadow that, he's yeah, on track to shadow that. And I wish my math was good, but it's I'm too damn tired to talk about it. <laughs> 64 touchdowns is what he's on pace for. 64 touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. And, you t- and then that, you complete 64 touchdowns to eight interceptions because he's got two. He's on 16 to two right now. And I so mean, look, look at that. Ratio for look touchdowns at that. to interceptions. Look at that. That also, that also just means that without, without even um, looking at the last four or five seasons, but this season he's also worked so much on – his ability to ability to be creative, I think that's his biggest strength. Is he's he can also be extremely creative in the pocket in those last dying seconds where maybe yes, a collapse of the po- uh, of the of the of the the line, um, the defense or or the line, yeah, you know, just trying to find out those options. And because of that, that's how you get to that the interception. You know, rate that he is pulling off is incredible, right? Because then it's it's showing, and I mean it's consistent. It's hard to get there. Uh, there's a lot of up, and I mean you know, it, it's not to say that he 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 isn't pulling a, a, a really good number, but it's to say with the major vast majority of QBs in the league right now being all fresh meat starters, most of them under five years right now. We're seeing you know a new crop of uh, QBs. And offensive p- players uh, playing in, in the league, but people like you know Aaron Rodgers, your um, your uh, obviously Tom Brady, your Russell Wilson. These are vets. These guys are in um, the they they are in the Hall of Fame at this point, in my opinion. But also, they have a, a wealth of knowledge, right? And I think Russell Wilson's ability to improve on that and show his creativity. Uh, it's not something that a lot of the older guys can continue, can maintain. And then you start to see that interception rate 
climb slowly because you know number one the snap's not as quick number two being able to see down the field you you can tell that they they start having that trouble and they get uh you know and like leading into our next topic sometimes they get confused about where uh, where we are in the game we start pulling some J.R. smith scenarios here but outside of that like incredible you know main, main, maintaining his level I think mm-hmm. is the most important thing that we need to highlight here. So yeah, completely overlooked. I think the NFL Goodell need to go back to the drawing board on this, and I'm hoping um, after this article and this this comes to light, where they've realized not a single ballot has been cast in this man's name. I I'm hoping at least, you know, it's he if if anything runner up. If not winning, if you know if se- season. Heaven forbid anything bad happens to the, the the team or at least his his ability to play for the rest of the season. But he, like you said, on track to smash his own personal records. So he should be definitely in consideration for a legit MVP. And I think anything less of that is is unfair to him. It's unfair to the sport. And it's really unfair to the whole idea of what makes an MVP. Someone who's, eight, like you had said, you've, we've mentioned before, Chris Paul and his uh, contribution to the OKC, being the most valuable player, trans- make getting a franchise from legitimately like you know garbage time to you know pulling a few even prime time um, um, nights showings right like Russell Wilson what? is the type of dude who can get you on Monday night or Sunday night football, no problem. This guy can get you national viewing, no problem, because of how good he plays. So I think, you know, we need to be having a different discussion about him henceforth. At least from the end of the season, Goodell needs to be having some serious discussions with the ownership and with the with staff writers. I, yeah, no, ridiculous, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Maybe it's because he's so wholesome. Maybe because the gods don't like the fact that he left a white woman for a black woman, you know. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes you you anger the gods by contravening. Hey man, hey man, <laughs> Sierra, like it's Sierra. Dude. It's Sierra though. What's he supposed to do? You know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she was. She was. She. He was doing the right thing. But anyway. You know, and now, now moving on, uh, like like I had said before, you know, we have a few guys on here on the list of QBs, veterans, right? Um, who were starting to, you can start to see the age show in there, Moses. And uh, the one in particular here is uh, big old TB12. Moses, talk to me about the uh, the Brazilian juju. I don't know if it's working or if it's working too well. Well, it's Florida. Everything works in reverse. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> sorry. I, okay. Mindset needs to be switched, of course. From okay. New England to Florida, mindset it, needs to be... See, he did this to himself. Okay. So, I don't know if Giselle had anything to do with it. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Or she knew beforehand what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't think being knocked on your ass as many times as he did... Uh, would make you think straight either. And the frustration that he had with his offensive line. And what for 
what was really uncharacteristic, and you were just kind of leading to this, is for the Thursday night football game against the Bears, they're up, they're down one. The the Tampa Bay Bucks are with the ball though, planning to drive. It's now fourth and five. So what does Tom Brady do in this situation? Hey, it's fourth and five. All you need is to get those five, get a fresh set of downs. Let's oh, the clock. Let's go see if we get ourselves into a field goal position and let's win this baby and get the heck out of Chicago. That's the idea, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what did he do? He decided to throw it. He threw a bomb, uh, you know, probably 20 yards more than he should have. And it ended up being an incomplete pass. It was really confusing. I'm like, why would you keep going for that knowing that you needed the five? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. unless you... Unless you saw something, there was a breakdown in the defense, and he was wide open. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. But he threw that into coverage. And what was interesting enough was he's like, oh, okay, whatever. And in that situation, I was like, something is up. Something is not right. Because <laughs> nobody would be doing that. You'd be thinking, all right, let's get this first down. Let's yes. try to get the five, yeah, let's, ten let's yards, whatever up, we need. Let's move the chains. Instead, he throws it like it was third down. Well, yeah. he thought it was third down, didn't realize it was fourth. He puts his four fingers up thinking, isn't it fourth down? I guess nobody told him it was fourth down. And they ended up losing the game that way. And he was extremely infuriating, uh, infuriated. And I think, I don't know, it's just a part of me, is, like, the jokes are pretty funny. Like you find <laughs> out there, like a dude's got dementia, like whatever it is, forgets it's what down it the, is. The J.R. The Smith, the J.R. Smith meme. Oh, 100. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's the one where like, they replaced mm-hmm. the bronze head with the Buccaneers logo. And then J.R. Smith replaced... <laughs> With Tom Brady. And yeah, I'm just seeing this stuff and I'm it's like, four, oh my God. It's fucked up. And it's just, it's just, it's funny. It's uncharacteristic of a guy like this. Yes. And it's, it, but listening to Bruce Arians after the game was really interesting mm-hmm. because he said, was there miscommunication? Did he not know it was fourth down? It's like, you know, he's like, there was no miscommunication. <laughs> Bruce Arians, but it's not the worst, it's not the best coach. I was like, come again? So I'm like, so he knew the situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah Is that yeah, yeah. So he's trying to what, like use a Jedi mind trick on the referees. This is not fourth down. You know, that, that was third down, this right? This is not fourth down. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It is not mm-hmm. a turnover on downs. No. And I'm just like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's so, it's so bizarre for mm-hmm. a guy like Tom Brady. And it's, I think it's just fitting because it's bizarre to see him in a Tampa jersey instead of New England. But oh man, like the the best thing about all this stuff is the memes that come out. Oh it's yeah, like the, cre- the creativity of some people. You're like you can't you can't stop laughing. Oh man. So this one's going to uh, it's not it's not going to haunt Tom Brady. No, 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 but, no, no, not even close. But I think it's there's a good reason why you kind of chuckle at the whole situation. Yeah, Tom Tom is at the point now where he transcends a lot of this stuff. Like we even saw the first one or two games. With Tampa, when he was just finding his feet, he was having issues like this, where he was just missing um, a few of his, a few of the the the, the, the snaps, um, not able to 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 um, you know link up with his receivers as well. Um, you well, Khalil Mack can do that to you. <laughs> like the pressure from that defense was. But, but this is before. This is even before Khalil Mack. This is just to say his first few games were kind of you know he had to adjust to things you know saints also knocked um a few screws loose um in that week so i do think for him getting comfortable more so with the team as well as understanding where the weaknesses are for himself maybe will help him adjust i do think though that for sure for sure 
Coach, Bruce Arians is not going to take your side on this. So, unfortunately, just like you were in New England, you are shit out of luck. This is all you. You got to take it on the chin. So, Tom Brady, he knows that. He's able to do it. This man's kissed his boy in li- on the lips, Moses, on camera. So, I don't think anything we have to say to him will ever matter. This man has transcended human psyche, you know? he's He lives on a different plane of existence. The guy kissed it. Guy wasn't even wearing a shirt. His son was looking at his nipples and then kissed it, bro. On the massage table. This is mad. Could you imagine? I couldn't. Nah, you'd never catch me like that. Don't even get close, son. But maybe that's just me. But anyway, but Tom, you know, I think he's going to show over and above where his dynamics are and how he's going to actually push the Buccaneers forward as opposed to this blip. This is, I think, just something that will pass by. Will be funny, you know, but also definitely something to consider as, yes, a showing of his age. He is getting older. It is a, is it a fact of life? Yes. Does that mean he's still any less of a very lethal and, and coherent QB? I don't think so. You know, he does lose the game, yes. Maybe it will come to play as a determining factor come playoff season, you know, because every week is important. And he knows that just as much as anyone else. However, he's also been out for, like, he's he's also been the same guy who was out for, like, what, seven, seven or eight weeks in a season, come back the last three, and then go on to, to, to help win, a, win the Super Bowl. This dude knows what he's doing. You know, he knows what he's doing. This is not his first day at the rodeo, Moses. And it's, I thought last year was his loss, but neither is this year. You know, he's still going to be around for the next two to three years at a competitive level. Um, So, you know, I can only wish him well. Uh, But I don't. I'm truly amazed. Oh, well, really? Khalil Mack. Can we? No, no, no. I don't oh, care about yes. that anymore. We're done with that. Yeah. I'm just kind of looking back and thinking to myself, you remember Khalil Mack? And I was just like, he like threw that 300 pound dude like a rag doll. And just, and just seeing Oof. some of the people comment, they're like, so we're just going to ignore that? Like, <laughs> like we're just going to just overlook that altogether. Oh, man. That and thing. I keep thinking, how did the Raiders give him up for virtually nothing? It was just stupid. Stupid, but I think you know Raiders uh, um, lost him due to their. Uh, is that coach still there? They they fired John Gruden. Coach. Is John he still Gruden's there? Still there. He's still there. Oh yeah, John Chucky's still there. Chucky's still there. Uh, Out in Vegas, living the I, life. I don't. Started know. strong to two and zero, and then they went two and two. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yes, Khalil Mack's strength is just on another level, man. I don't understand what this dude is smoking, what he's eating, what he's drinking, but Chicago have found, you know, a uh, bona fide champion, you know, and I guess technically he's in his prime right now, right? Like he's, you know, mid, late, late 20s. So this is kind of the best, this is the best you're going to get from this man. And he is it's nothing to scoff at. What is he? In terms of in terms of stature, this dude's sitting sitting at like six three, six four, maybe. Let's, let's see, six three, you know, age twenty nine, two hundred and sixty pounds of pure muscle, ladies and gentlemen. And he he made an O lineman 
look like a piece of paper. So I just want everyone to realize that even from the set, Tristan Wirfs. Oh yeah, Tristan Wirfs. No, it's three hundred twenty pounds for sure, Moses. But like now, we're also thinking about the circumstance of their interaction. That the fact that they are getting down set, you are. It's one. You know, you basically only have the one arm down. You got your your legs there. Your 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 haunch in 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 of course the attack position, but. You know, as when the snap happens and you start driving, you don't get a lot of room. You don't have a lot of time to get amped up. So what you're going off is obviously pure strength, like in that moment, quick twitch muscle, and um, trying to. And, and this is for regardless of whether you're offensive or defensive. Now, Cole Mack, out out here on the defensive end, I yeah. No, you don't forget everything I just said to preface this. This dude is not from this planet. Fuck it. Doesn't matter what I had to say. This guy's not from here. He's not human. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know why Las Vegas fucked him over. This guy, or even Las Vegas, Oakland. It's Oakland. Vegas. Yeah, it's Vegas now. But Vegas. Yeah, yeah you know. Uh, yeah. Guys, things are weird, guys. Guys, <laughs> I'm not too happy with that. Um, but also, Ben, uh, also, I also wanted to talk a little bit, Moses, about the, uh, we actually are recording this and no one, I mean, I guess people won't really understand or know, but just post game five of the NBA finals, uh, Moses, did you ever, did you actually get a little bit of a chance to catch it or no? Uh, big parts of it later in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Just clearly showed why. Jimmy Butler's a boss. Jimmy Butler is definitely a boss. Jimmy Butler is an incredible specimen. Uh, I think he recorded, uh, what was it, like... Second triple-double of the series. Second triple-double of the series. This man put up, like, 32 points or something. Uh, he was going shot for shot towards the end with... Ooh, in the run. fourth. That was incredible. But, and, and yes, and yes, okay, this is the... Um, the biggest, I think the biggest uh, statement piece right now is that he went at LeBron to the point that he put LeBron uh, against the wall and LeBron had to put up 40 points, 40 points and still lose a game. That's an incredible feat to push an, a, an, a, a superstar, you know, because essentially Le, it was LeBron's to lose. It was the Lakers to lose. We all understood that and they did. Um, so, you know, and even putting his body on the line in the process, because it looked like he definitely hurt himself, um, to a point that I hopefully we won't necessarily see come up in the next game, but we could tell it must've been serious because even in the press conference, it looked like Jimmy, Jimmy was limping a little bit, um, which is a little bit of a concern, uh, especially after all the injuries they've, 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 uh, just just had to go through. Dragic is out. Bam's been suffering, but still fighting through. You know, um, Anthony Davis seems like he's having a heel problem because he aggravated it. Yeah. So Addis, you know, for Game Six is going to be interesting. Yes, but they are also saying that, and you know, the internet never lies, Moses. They are claiming Anthony Davis is um, capping. Um, for all of you, those who don't know what capping means, look it up. But uh, if anything, it's just to say that motherfucker's not telling the truth. Um, and he just he's just flopping a little bit just to get the, the reps on his side. I don't know about that. 
listen, I don't know the ins and outs of how you get referee sympathy, I could say. I think that's basically what they're assuming or, or, or insinuating about him. But I agree. Like, this guy's this, you know, you're big, seven feet tall. You're definitely going to get injured in the playoffs. Like, more than likely, you're putting your body on the line. You're being a little less aware of where your footing is. When you're coming down for rebounds, you are going up for more rebounds. If you're doing your job properly, it's the playoffs. So, of course, you're going to strain your body a bit more. Um, hopefully, Anthony Davis stays up. But I, the reason I also wanted to bring him up, um, funny enough, even though that you're, you're doing that little bit of yawn, Moses, but is to say that this has been... That was the, it. That was because no, you're... Listen, of course, it's not me. I know that. I'm charismatic, my dude. Don't worry about that. But it's to say the NBA are suffering from their lowest ratings in the last uh, few years. And a lot of people are, are saying that, yes, of course, it has something to do with Corona. It's a different aspect. The bubble makes things a little bit different. But the second is the fact that the uh, where in which the NBA is taking the finals or, or even just the matchup, I think a lot more people were... Um, hoping for maybe, number one, a bit more competitive of the series, a little less um, straightforward than this one was. Um, because, you know, at first it was, it, was, it was assumed that, you know, this would be treated just as well as the 2016, 2017, 2018 NBA playoffs had Shoot, been. The 2019 NBA final had more ratings, and there was a team in Canada in it. Thank you. Thank you. Don't you forget it. And up until this point, Moses, who are the champions of the of the NBA right now? The Raptors. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, it's one more day. I just want everybody to know that. And technically speaking, I think we hold the record now. The Raptors hold the record for the longest reigning champions. <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever in a single season. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever win you'll take. Come on. That, is that not a banner? Someone call Adam Silver. I'm oh, pretty sure that's a banner. We could not. I, I was going to go back to this Heat series with the Lakers, man. Yeah. Um, it's like, because it, you heard it through the commentary in the game. Yeah. Like, like, this was like a heavyweight fight. Like, and some people have been like attributing it to, like, you know, when you had, um, you know, Muhammad Ali and Joel Frazier. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, this is like, you know, we want to take the Rocky movie, like Rocky and Ivan Drago. And yeah, this is what it is, and of course the the antihero, or not the antihero. Well, you oh, might you be. can actually call him that. You can call yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy yeah, is the antihero of this series for sure. Yeah. Against the antagonist, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> LeBron James, because exactly. there are people who like you know obviously they like LeBron and all that stuff. You know, personally, like I I don't know him, but I I'm not gonna lie, like he's he's wearing Laker, Laker colors, so I want him of to course. lose. <laughs> uh, I have I've, I've jumped on the heat bandwagon so much I'm yes. thinking of moving to South Beach. Wow! So, wow! Yeah, that's basically it. Wow! One hundred percent. But I would say this: it's I don't know if it's not entertaining, but there are a lot of factors in here um, that people are just not big fans. And you talk about Corona and how it's kind of switched people off. What's interesting though, this is the finals. These are pretty important games, right? This is not just incredibly important. We're not dragging around. It's not like baseball because sometimes you can get lost in the divisional series or whatnot. But, you know, once we start getting into the AL and NLCS, you know, it's going to perk a lot of people's interest. And then once you get to the World Series, then yeah, you're going to have more people that are going to be 
you know, their eyes are going to be drawn to that, especially if you have a very important series that I'm kind of hoping for. Uh, we could probably talk about later, but I'm looking at this and I don't see this as a bad matchup, but I think there's a lot of other factors that go into with the, the coronavirus. And some people are just getting sick and tired of hearing LeBron <laughs> complain and all this stuff. And you're like, yo, just- it's an echo chamber. You feel like as though the, 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 um, the notion, I do agree. I think the notion of like the, um, everyone being a, um, on the side of history or, or this idea. Oh, yeah, like, there's this huge push. And I got no problem if you have something to believe in. And it went, it's waning. It's waning. But, but, the, but the problem is, like, it, so it, it does get tiring. And I yeah, think, it's you know, I think, and it's because, and you mentioned it, it's like your own echo chamber. They're, they're mm-hmm. in that right now. So they're not really seeing what's going on in the world. There are a lot of things to talk about um, that, that obviously don't involve sports or pale or sports pale in comparison. I just think that there's a lot right now. And I think some people are just like, yo, we, we see this every day, every minute I'm walking and it's all this. Like they just, they want to watch a good basketball game. And you want to say what you want to say afterwards. You yeah. want to do what you want on social media. For sure. Go have at it. Or For on sure. TV, have at it. For sure. Play, play the play the game. Play but, the you know, game, but I think I think it's turned off. I think at least a good third of your audience, and then you got other people who are just not caring. No. So I think that I think that's it's it's a, a mixture of a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how what what's going to happen after. I, I don't, you're not going to see obviously the slogans or anything like that on the court. No, no going no, forward. No, no. no. But I think it. that's. Doubt but it. I think that's. I think that's part of it. I think people are just like okay. I understand. You want to do it, you know, that's fine. We, 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 we get the message. Is that it? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think what, what happens is, you know, it's like you're, t- once you, it seems like you are telling them or telling people why they're wrong or they should be dressed rather than, you know, going out there. And I got no problem with like the NBA saying, hey, you know, go out there and vote. I think everyone should vote in whatever election you're in. Of course. You know, whether it be, you know, municipal or federal level, whatever, right? Go and do it. So for us, exercise your right. For you, Exc- yeah, exercise your right. Absolutely. I just get. I, I I just have a problem sometimes with some guys just taking one one subject and then all of a sudden just keep reiterating it over and over. And I'm like, oh, reruns, yeah. right? Yeah, and then just coming out with statements on things that you got to be like, okay, let's mm-hmm. let's just kind of take a deep breath and. Kind of look at it now. I'm kind of just overgeneralizing right now. There's a lot of specifics. <laughs> I really don't want to get into those now. I think of that's course. something for another time. Of course. Because right now, I just want to talk about how happy I am that the Lakers lost. <laughs> will they lose Game Six? I don't think so. I think eventually the Lakers will win it. That's kind of how I feel. It's this series is theirs. But, but a man, but a man can dream. Just like being in sunny Florida, <laughs> like a man can dream. Miami is looking real nice right now. Absolutely. A man can dream. And then I think, you know... Give uh, me that Pat Riley tan. Give me that Pat Riley tan. <laughs> Eric Spolstra tan. Let me, let me get some oh, of yeah. that. Yeah, you okay, know. does anybody talk about like how in the world that Jimmy Butler keeps getting these like university and high school jerseys of all like... Yeah, he had one where's, of Tyler he, Hero, so, where's he sourcing this And then he had one from? of the university for, of Eric Spolstra. Yeah, for, for Portland? Like, yeah. Like no. where is yeah exactly I'm thinking to myself man does he have like everybody on his team does he has he a equipment guy. manager he has a guy he has a guy and he's the guy's like listen give me because he name. had to pack those before 
he came here. Oh, for so, sure. It's not easy to so get those. It's like in. he knew. It's, it's assumptive. Like he, he is. It's assumptive. He he's definitely a very intentional guy. I think you know. I just want him to come out rocking his old Jimmy Butler Bulls uniform. That listen after this game. Oh. You know what? <laughs> okay, so so that's what I, you know. What would be really painful do you know sort of you know like after kobe kobe won uh, what was it was it the first or second championship and then he rocked up in a uh, full-on uh chicago bulls kit he had the jersey he had the, the jacket he had every smoking a cigar he wanted to be like mike yeah. he wanted to be like mike i mean if jimmy pulled that off in a full-on Cleveland Cavaliers, like rookie, <laughs> rookie, no, twenty, like two thousand and four, rookie, rookie LeBron James jersey, like or kit, full kit, Moses. Oh, the ultimate. The I thought I thought ultimate. maybe you were gonna say that two thousand six is when the Cavs came back from three one down to beat the the Warriors. See, I would have been like, okay. I'm like, all right, I get that. That's also no. That's also that's also clutch. That's also clutch. Now, if Jimmy had one of those, if he had that tucked away, maybe he does. Moses, maybe he does. We might be surprised. We might see the black edition Cleveland Cavaliers kit with the sleeves. You know, yeah, freaking hell. I I mean, at the same time though, I don't know if uh, Jimmy really wants to bring that on. You know, because. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there are a few. There's a player on his team that I think has Vietnam flashbacks uh, of that jersey, and I don't think would like to see that jersey actually being flown around or even put out, pulled out of a bag, you know. Uh, and he, they need him. They need him. So you don't want Iggy having like a seizure midway through because he's afraid if he, if he, you know, if he even just extends just a little bit, you know, it's. He stole an MVP from LeBron. It's fine. Crazy still that he did that. Crazy. Incredible. Ah, but he deserves it. He's an incredible player. Oh, um, I like Iggy. I hope Iggy. I hope Iggy shows up like he does. Um, but then also, finally, um, you know, I have to, you know, say cheers to um, Tendo's earlier, not even predictions, but just um, matter of facts. Uh, Danny Green, KCP are doing exactly what I've been telling people they're going to do. Uh, I don't know why anyone's confused about the quality that you're supposedly assuming that you're going to get from this guy called named Danny Green. Um, yeah, no, he's he, his last name might say Green, but this this guy is uh, this guy shooting percentages in the red. So I don't I don't understand. Uh, what the hell this guy's supposed to be doing? He had one job, to close out a series. That's why they got him. Is it not, Moses? This man is being paid like $21 million this season. Why? To close out a series, Moses. To close out a series. Maybe Kawhi is good friend. Kawhi's all of them. Just, okay. Just okay. I think if Kawhi had to have a candid conversation about what he thought of Danny Green's, you know, Clutch time ability, not skill set, because Danny Green is good. When it, there's nothing on the line, Danny Green is good. But when it's clutch ability, is he, is he really worth having on your squad? I don't think so. I really don't think so. 
And I think it's going to show now. And it has been showing now. Because this is a series that should have been closed out already. And now that it's not, well, Moses, this might actually go to seven. I, we might actually see hey, this go to seven. I'm hoping. I'm you're, hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping there's a party in Miami, man. I'm telling you, I am hoping to God it happens. Here's the hope. That's the self. That's the that's the self expansion. I'm hoping to God. Jimmy oh, Butler. Oh man, he's doing be, what he's doing. And I'm set. And I'm Tyler Hero goes mm-hmm. off. You know, Duncan Robinson put up. Duncan 20s. Robinson, all of a sudden, you know. Not all of a sudden. He's been playing super well. Twenty. He put up twenty six well, points. Not in game four. Yeah, not in game four. But I, you know, I understand. Like, game four. Have... Game four. The guy was lucky to get a point. He, he went missing. Oh, he was. He, he was god. God awful. But yeah, you're right. He absolutely redeemed himself. Yeah. He's been fantastic this postseason. If I'm... he keeps that up, oh my god, I'm loving it. Bam Adebayo, and uh, Robinson, right? And I think what and Kevin. Uh, and 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 none undrafted, undrafted. I mean, have you seen the 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 Robinson, Dunk? Sorry, the Duncan Robinson um, text messages where he's reaching out to um, other journalists to to get a leg up in college. I mean, that just proves so much. Right now, like you read those texts, you read about how he legitimately. He's, he's like he's like thinking of himself after his. Yeah, he's, he's, he said I'm not he's, basketball career. He said I'm not gonna make anything of myself in terms of the NBA. I'm not going to the NBA. This boy put up 26 points in Anthony Davis's face today, uh, and I just want him to acknowledge that within himself. The kid's got talent. Uh, don't ever second guess yourself. You know, you got you got the you got the skills. Just two more games. Just <laughs> so I need you to do this just for two more games and you're good. That's all I need from you. Two more games. <laughs> Wishing and hoping on a prayer. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> just staring down like <laughs> the Goliath of Goliaths. <laughs> just just smite him. That's all. Just, I just want you to just Take them down. You know what? Pebble, you know, and, the harder they are. And win a championship. I'm the sure team. they could. I've got I'm no problem listen. with that. And you know what? There's no better guy that I want to win a NBA championship than Jimmy Butler. There you go. He deserves no it. Buckets no deserves it. Deserves it's kind of funny because he probably saw something that we didn't necessarily think. Because a lot of people thought, you know, from a casual fan to those professional pundits. That they weren't. Yes. He was that they're not just gonna make the playoffs that he's just out there for money. Yeah. He's, he's, he's just there for a good time. He's not there to be competitive. He's yeah. Not there to be competitive. Yeah. Yeah. I, which I, was con- are. I was very much confused about. It. I didn't think that at all. I said if you're going to Pat Riley's house, there's no way you're there for just a a, a no, joint. But I don't think you would have been like they would have been good. They would have probably gotten to like a, like I, a conference I final. I agree. I didn't I, I didn't I, see I, them in a conference final. Semi, but I don't know if they'd be NBA finals. I, I don't think they would necessarily have a strong showing. I honestly thought they would have been swept. I agree. No, I agree. You know, when you when you look at the comparisons after well, game one they had a great strong start. Game two is really like, oh yeah, like it's it's showing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's showing who's the championship side. Exactly. But it's just the 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 fight. It, it, I think this this NBA finals is really just a microcosm of who Jimmy Butler is. Of course, because win course. lose, it doesn't matter. 
The guy plays hard. He puts in his he puts in the time. He trains hard. I mean, even from the get go, when I watched him in in um sorry Chicago, and you know, having having played second fiddle to Derrick Rose and you know Kim Noah, um, you know when when Derrick gets injured because uh, Thibodeau decides he wants to like run everyone's knees to to dust. Um, Jimmy Butler, you know, gets given the, presented the opportunity, and this boy starts bawling out. Him and you, Kim Noah, and I guess, of course, at the, the at at the end of it, Noah also gets injured because he's getting run ragged playing forty minutes a game. Um, it's 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 besides that fact, like incredible play, incredible Absolutely. play. Jimmy's been on it since the Bulls. Jimmy's been on it since Marquette, to be perfectly yeah, yeah. honest. Dude's been on it since birth. Since like, birth. Jimmy Butler's been crazy. on it since birth. And he's one of those dudes that you see, you know, when you're playing pickup at the rec center or something like that, um, who has a story to tell. But this kid, this guy actually, like, fulfilled it. But he's one of those dudes who you're like, he's too good to just be playing Sunday League, right? That's That's... And I'm not to equate Jimmy Butler to Sunday League players, but no. But you look at the adversity what he had to face through through his yes. life, and yes, that, that, that's what I mean. This is kind of that microcosm of man. This dude, no matter what you throw at him, he's still gonna come at you. Still, he's, every he's gonna time. still come at you with everything, yeah. and he willed them to a victory tonight. Willed, willed them, willed to them a to a victory in so, Game Five. I think he'll do more of the same in Game Six, and who I knows? Look I, to, I look forward if, to seeing. If they it. go to seven. Anything can happen. Anything goes. Anything can happen. Anything is possible, y'all. Anything is possible. You know. Absolutely. My, my boy KG said that too bad mm-hmm. in the in the wrong city. But uh, moving on, uh, Moses, another positive for you. Uh, back to a little bit of NFL news. We're gonna. I know we had a we 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 spoke a lot, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up a little bit. But the. Um, you know, let's let's give a round of applause. I'll probably throw in that in uh, in post. But the Cleveland Browns have a winning record, Moses, for the first time in six years. That means Cleveland Browns haven't been this positive or even on this side of um, 500 since you know uh, 2014. It says here. So um, Moses, in 2014, what? Uh, what were your hopes as a uh, Cleveland Browns fan? Were you guys? Well, I remember Brian Hoyer was doing a fantastic job. We for were sure. six and three in first place. We for ended sure. up going seven and four, mm-hmm. and then we lost the next five games. So when they say seven and six, technically that was when they were one game above five hundred. But I remember that year very well, and that was <laughs> much like the rest of my life in terms of cheering for this team. They, they've giving you all those highs, and you're thinking, oh, my God, this could be it. We are in a good – I could feel it. Yes. And then they just snatch it from you. But it was, you know what's crazy? They snatch victory from uh, – or I should say they snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. They and, snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. And what's really crazy about this Browns team yes. is I remember it even – there's since I've been cheering for them, you know, and I, I know this. I, I really started cheering for them when they became when they with the reincarnation of the Browns. Of course, That's of course. I really started cheering. A la, a la, a la Baker Mayfield's um, 
sort of uh, drafting and then, of course, picking up a few pieces well, here. No, 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 no. Even before then? No. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. No, I'm not a bandwagon jumper. Dude, I was there when they, Tim Couch was uh, the quarterback. When they had the first overall pick in 99, and instead of going with uh, a guy like Donovan McNabb, they decided to draft Tim Couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dude, mean, was getting, the dude was getting booed by the Cleveland Browns fans, and he was crying. Like, it was, oh, it was a just history, a history, A history, like, littered with emotion, you know? Uh, the Browns have definitely seen it. And, I mean, to, to have gone through that and then also have to endure getting a, a, a Manziel, like we had spoken about before. Oh, yeah, that was before. But I'm talking about this whole thing. Yeah. Like, I gotta, I'm going to be on my soapbox. Yeah, oh, Moses is on it. You know, everyone stand aside. Since I've been cheering for them since 99. Oh, boy. Like, again, since 99. Okay. Have had two winning records. <laughs> and one time was a playoff appearance. They finished 10 and 7 one year. Or, no, not 10 and 7. 10 and 6 one year. And they missed out on the playoffs. That was when Romeo Cornell was coaching. And then before that, they finished 10 and 6. And I think it was the third year. Uh, of them returning and they ended up having a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter against Tommy Maddox and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they lose to Tommy Maddox and the Pittsburgh Steelers in that wild card game. Oh, oh we had Kelly Holcomb who was just balling out that night. <laughs> and this is what we get. Oh my God. It was so brutal. It was so bad. I think what, 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 what did you feel was worse that game or not knowing the future that was, set ahead of you, you know? oh yeah because there's a constant no I, I think it's the point like when you're losing you know you lose so you kind of expect it but it's when they give you those glimmers of hope ah, right it's like, like being in a bad relationship where you know <laughs> that you think the person's going to change and you look at them as the, in the best and they might do something they might buy you a gift or they tell you they love you but then they go do on something that was stupid and then it makes you realize I'm stupid fool me <laughs> once shame on me you know what I mean? She fool, fool me twice. Fool me twice. Fool no, king. Wait a How do I do this, man? Fool, fool king. Fool king. Fool king. Yeah, fool the game. Yeah, exactly. Listen yeah. to uh, too many of those George Bush quotes. George Bush quotes. Fool me quote. Yeah, fool me once. Shame. Shame, shame, shame on, on you. Shame on you. Shame can't on get, you. Yeah, you can't. A fool can't get fooled again. A fool can't get fooled again. Something like that. You know. Um. So. No, but I'm saying, you know, yes. it's like, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, I've been fooled a number of times. In fact, since '99. So there you go. There you go. Just sense. to give the, just to give the, give the uh, the Cleveland Browns fan for sure something uh, something, uh, to, look something at. to, yeah, something to talk about. Something yeah, to Cleveland, you, you guys have been through it, you know. Um, and it's it's on my end. It's great to see you and both the uh, Bengals do so well, you know. Um, I myself have no affinity to the state of Ohio, but I do have family who reside there, and they are vehement fans. Not Browns fans, Bengals fans through and through. Oh, uh, God, that's worse. So I'll uh, have you refrain from that because Burroughs is uh, the next the next coming of um, our Lord and Savior. This kid has the stuff. You guys might not see it right now, 
next season. Watch out no, for him. We're, we're a seeing stud. We're seeing it. The dude's been balling. He's been having a 300 plus stud. yard games. The first time a rookie's done that in his first, uh, was it three or four games that he's done that? Of course. And a part of me is like, no, no, that's legit. Just the rest of his team is trash. It's <laughs> the rest of his team. You, oh, you, 100%. They're working on it, but it's incredible to see that you can get that off your first, uh, you know, as in terms of the good a news rookie. Is, the good news is the way I feel about the Ravens whenever they play the Browns is how the Bengals feel whenever they're playing my team. <laughs> because they know, because Baker Mayfield has a great record. And against the Bengals so far. Against the Bengals so far, yeah. Yeah. Well, at least it's good that he can beat at least something. So I'm um, glad to hear, you know. Hey, we're 3-1. We're and one. What did I tell three you last one, week? 3-1, 3-1. and one. What did uh, I tell you last week? Okay, I okay. told you. I told you that it was you were going to beat the Dallas it, Cowboys, and that yeah. that was right. You did beat the Dallas Cowboys, Moses. You beat the Dallas Cowboys that have no, you know, sense of urgency, have no direction. Uh, a QB who has yet to officially sign in, uh, a new deal, so left in limbo on an emotional level and also a mental level. So I I agree. Yeah, hey, I don't you know? care. I'm fine with it. I'm taking it. <laughs> You, you could try to you could you could sprinkle as much dirt on as much as dirt on, on the win as you know, the, a win at, is a win. At the end of, at the end of the day, a when win you is look a back win. at this. You look back at this. No one couple, cares about that. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks from now, they a couple just, months from now, no one will know. Years from now, I agree. Oh, geez. So you know what? I'm Stop. taking the I'm taking Stop. the Brian Scalabrini yeah, approach. Yeah, I I literally just realized what was going on. I said at, at first I was like, why does this sound so familiar? <laughs> Was this oh, white mamba esque? Oh God! You're damn right. Two two weeks, <laughs> a year from now, two years yeah. from now, five years from now. I'm a, what I'm are they gonna t- say? I'm gonna still be a champion. It's like okay. No, I mean, they're gonna be like, yeah, you know, in a couple, you know, a couple years from now, um, you know, he's like, I'm gonna. I think the ending was the best part. Yeah. Or he's like, I, uh, you know, I, um, next, uh, you know, a couple years from now, I'm gonna tell them that, you know. I played the other that I, I started played. the other one. I, I won the MVP or I something. Won the like MVP that. and no one's gonna say no. And he's yeah. right. I mean, who would he? Who would even like come to you and 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 say otherwise? Especially if you have a ring to justify it. Listen, you can even lie and be like, no, they don't hand out the MVP trophy like that. It's a floating trophy. Actually, I don't even know. I don't even know how it works, but. Besides that, you know, hopefully, you know, they, they get that, the, that, you know, I'm sure it's going to be the same here for Cleveland. You guys in the future will be looking back at this season, the last two seasons even, um, with great glee, where I wish you many more months of success, um, many more years, sorry, of success. I'm hoping this isn't a fluke. I was kind of getting scared because last season you guys ended pretty poorly. Started pretty average, and Odell Beckham was looking like he was going to leave um, or at least go somewhere where he could get uh, shit on, you know, allegedly. Obviously, I'm not trying to put that on your guy, but you guys, need us, you guys need us. Okay. We all know it's false. <laughs> okay. The only what? thing brown is the jersey he wears. Oh, Moses with the quips. Moses with the quick fire jokes right there. Okay, you gotta so say it's allegedly. The only on thing he wear. No, well, that's no. Because the then if you don't, jersey. Because if you Cleveland Brown. Yeah, because if you could, but that's you, the joke. You still, you still kind of insinuating though. You're no, like, okay. I did not. 
I don't know. I just said the only thing that he, you know, he, that the Browns wears on his, you know, on his chest is the Cleveland Browns jersey. That's over top. That's that's the that's the hottest steaming thing on his chest. Yeah. Yeah, he plays for Cleveland. We've heard about those jokes. <laughs> Never mind. Just stop it. Stop it. It's just too beautiful to have those two things come together. You know, those two facts converge, or at least one a fact and the other an alleged fact. Let's say that. But I don't know. People trying to ruin a good name of a good name. <laughs> yeah. Wendell Beckham Jr. Okay. I love that. You fight for your 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 players, Moses. I, right. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Even if they uh even if they take steam and steam and dumps to the chest or something. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I know we had so much that we wanted to talk about, but we couldn't really get to all of it. But what we will do is we you know, we gonna we're gonna save some of it, put it on the side and we're gonna give it to you the next week. But it's been one great episode. Um, I had a, a lot of fun. Moses, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Is any? Yeah. I'm good, my friend. It's been a good time. We'll see yeah. what happens in the next week of sports and see how that turns out. Yeah. No. Of course. We got. We got the end of. Uh, we coming to the end for a few of the sports here. MLB is also coming to an end. Uh, we got the playoff series going through. Obviously. Um, we have the NBA uh, game six is scheduled for Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, we get a definitive champion by then. If not, going to seven, and that's even better. Um, Moses, not in agreement whatsoever, but that's okay. That's fine. Um, I'm also not in agreement. Um, so, and then just to leave everyone off with just like this really incredible closing note so the other day you know a week ago i was watching the uh it must have been tottenham against uh, it was mid a midweek game and uh they had a little bit of a mishap here but uh they were able to sort it up uh it was a dire dire yes uh he eric dyer had a little bit of a toilet mishap where he was uh unable to get to the toilet, so he had to leave the pitch midway through. Um, you know, nature was calling. You know, um, he sprinted back to the home dressing room during the second half of the Carabao Cup against Chelsea, um, even though they were going through a uh, <laughs> a uh, penalty shootout, and that's that shows a lot of um, you know. It shows, uh, it shows a lot of decorum. It shows a lot of, um, not even just that, just able to, able, able to own up to the situation, Moses. Didn't you, don't you find that quite interesting? Able to own up to the situation first time. Yeah, you needed, the, you needed the toilet. You know, you admit it the first time round and you don't make a big stink about it. You know, excuse, excuse the pun there. But, you know, there's certain other players out there, certain other personalities, human beings who would never do that. And they know themselves, uh, namely one name by uh, Paul Pierce. So I just want you guys to know that Paul Pierce still refuses to, you know, uh, openly admit that he just needed to say that he needed the toilet and that he didn't need to make a big fuss about getting in a wheelchair and that Paul Pierce ain't shit. Uh, A lot of poop play today. Sorry about that, y'all. I'm sure, you know, that's enough. Uh, in one episode, but I just needed to get that in there. Just a little anecdote, Moses. I know you enjoy these anecdotes. 
extremely. Um, and trust me, Moses, I'm going to keep coming with more every week. You know, every week. So, but other than that, I was going to say, yay. It's the worst. Other than that, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. You all know how I feel about him. Um, but other than that, Moses, you have anything else you want to add? Nope. Nothing? Okay, great. Not even defending him. I like that. Uh, but everybody, we look forward to hearing or seeing you next week. Um, have a good one. Bye. Peace. This podcast is a Collab House production.